Welcome to another night of Dungeons and Dragons, the Coalition campaign set in my very own world of Yalzar, with a special promo for our friends at Critical Wick. Critical Wick, for when you need to adventure, but you don't want to smell like it. At the bottom of every soy candle, that is a pillar of delightful flavor uh, sent the whole way down, is a metal die. It's divine. CriticalWick.com. Check it out. So, we have our entire party with us tonight, with the exception of the rogue. So, if uh, if we could go ahead and remind our listeners who our artificer is. Hey, y'all. It's uh, Dylan playing Boomer. Who our uh, warlock is. Hey, everybody. It's Jesse playing Valandis. The fighter. Hey, everybody, it's Jeff playing Garrett. And the Bard. Hi, it's Austin playing L. When we last left off, our party was entirely asleep, with the exception of the Warlock, who has recently found himself awake and not exactly in control of his person. Nope. So, uh, Valen, you can witness your surroundings, but you are not in control of your body. Lovely. So I'm just puppeted around. Basically. And, okay. and as I mentioned, yeah, uh, Gaharan immediately went to bed uh, after uh, he placed the medallion around your neck. Uh, mm-hmm. Everyone make a... What would this be even? Um... Oh, uh, why don't you make a stealth check with advantage? Me? Yeah. Right. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a 25. Okay. Um, no one's passive perception is above a 25. No, nope. Maybe L's? Nope. His is 22. God damn. Wow. So for the next few minutes, you are completely undetected as Do you... Do I get bonuses from being asleep? If anything, you'd get penalties. Mm. You think you're more aware of your surroundings when you're asleep than when you're awake? Um, if I make a strong enough stink about it right now, do you think you would make an exception? No. <laughs> well, then no. <laughs> the one thing he rain-manned his character to do. Right? <laughs> and he's already fucked up an encounter once. I'm not going to let him take a second one from me. <laughs> so, uh, Valen, all you can do is sit in horror in the prison that is your own body as you watch whatever entity that's controlling you systematically go through all of your allies' belongings and destroy items of great value. Oh my god. Uh, he goes into let's just start with L since I have his sheet up first. You Sure. You grab his short sword and it falls to rust in your hand. Jeez. 
You dig your hands deep into his main pocket of wealth, and 500 gold turns to maggots. Well, uh, Ella dispersed some of his money. How much did you actually have on you, Ella? Uh, Don't worry about it. Only 500 is gone. 500 is easily found in one place. Okay. I was going to say, last I remembered, each person is holding a grand, and then the rest of it is in the bag of holding. I completely underestimated how much... No, no, that's... Jerkon, that's not the case, but that, uh... What you say is not out of the reasonable. Right. I, I know that the bulk of it is in no location that I mentioned, and I'm trying to not sacrifice yeah, yeah, yeah. secrecy, but okay. yeah. the baseline, I remember, was that everyone had a grand on them. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, and then before leaving uh, him... You find in his belongings a scroll of pedigree and set it alight. It quickly burns to ash. That's bad. Well. You then step over to Geharan. And both hands grab the battle axe of Barkbane I helped buy that, I scream in my own head. Right. And almost as if you're breathing the magic in, whatever entity is controlling you steals the magic of the weapon and you replace it. A beautiful but simply mundane uh, battle axe. Ugh. I didn't even get to kill one tree with it. <laughs> also, you burn the shafts of three javelins. Oh. And then... Like I say, I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. <laughs> and take one charge of the scale mail oil and drink it. Dang. I... What? Oh, man. Next. No, you, not next. You turn on your... <laughs> you turn to Farung and uh -huh. systematically... Almost like a, a nerd eating cheese doodles. Pick up an arrow and burn it to a crisp. Pick up an arrow, Ugh. burn it to a crisp. And then throw the arrowheads out onto the ground like caltrops. Uh, and then turn 300 gold uh, in his pouch into maggots. You turn upon yourself. No! And draw your silver short sword. Son of a bitch. Fine. Step outside the wagon, mm -hmm. close your eyes, and fling it as far as you can throw it. Into the snow. Yep. Off the path, of course. Right. Uh, let's see, what else can I take from you? Ah, you uh, take your scroll of dispel magic and cast Son it on Boomer's mechanical spider, 
which falls to the no. ground inert. Jeez. You drink your potion of talk good to everybody. Damn it. And then proceed to spoil half of the food in the cart. Hold on, I'll pull that up. Oh, man. Then you turn to Boomer. Oh, I got to pull up his character sheet. If you can't read it, I can let you know what all I got in there. Um... This is a shitty question, and I'm sorry I'm going to ask it. What has Valen seen you put in the bag of holding? Um, I'm trying to think. He, he wouldn't. Have, I know he would have seen the gold, probably. Sure. The gold, definitely. My, my, just my tools and stuff. Okay. Your, your tools, uh, do you have the headlight stones in there that you were no, working on? Those aren't even made yet. No. Okay, I wasn't sure. Yeah, I think that's about it. I, I, All right. I can't. Hold them my tools. Stash a boot. Uh, the malevolent entity controlling you finds no memories to pull valuables from the, the bag of holding. So instead, you perform uh, some sort of weird ritual. And... No. Oh, no. Don't. He's gonna... You see, I was going to say it, but now you got it all built up and now I feel bad. <laughs> you should feel bad, but this is what's happening, so... <laughs> and and Boomer's Thunder Cannon falls into two dozen pieces. <gasps> no! At this point, the amulet flies above the chest... Of your own chest looks you in your own eyes and begins to smolder in black smoke and you swear you can see a smile in the smoke before the alarm spell triggers and wakes Boomer and everybody does the, does the amulet disappear it well? explodes and it you explodes. take yeah and you take shards of dark iron in your skin and it inflicts two piercing damage Yay! So, everyone wakes up to see Valen standing in the middle of the cart, covered in filth, food, maggots, a couple of gold coins at his feet. But overall, it looks like a tornado came through the cart. And my gun's gone, huh? And your gun is in a, in two dozen pieces. And I, I knew, I know what happened. Oh yeah, you're you were completely aware, right. and are. Okay. All right, Valen's going to run his hands down him just to get the majority of the nastiness off of him, and look to the party and say the amulet took complete control of me. I, it's gone. Look, look at Kaharen; it's completely gone. I had no control of myself, and I'm so sorry. But everything's fucking ruined. Um, Karen would clutch at his own neck, kind of like out of his dream not even realizing the amulet's gone and kind of just uh, curse to himself and blink and look around and ask him how it was right here it was right here when I went to sleep oh wait would he recollect putting it around his neck no okay 
I came to and it was on me. I'm sorry. All I know is that I started today. walking around tearing everybody's shit up. Uh, Boomer's just going to start picking up the pieces. I'm sorry. Say that one more time. I didn't hear you very clearly. Boomer's just going to pick up the pieces of his thunder cannon, like kind of weeping a little, you know, a little sob. He's going to walk over, like just look at Valandes and just shake his head and walk over to his, his fighter that is also now dead. Everything that he's put so far is gone, except for the cart. And he's just going to sit there and try to put his gun together. All right, you uh, give give me a um, Arcana check, one for your spider and one for your gun. All right, just old yeller to spider. Well, one is a so whichever one you want to do that, and the other one's a critical fail. Uh, I didn't catch what the first result was. Uh, the first one is a nineteen. The other one's a critical fail. Okay. So, uh, you deduce, actually, that what happened to your spider isn't anywhere near as bad as you thought. So, you, with the skeletal remains of your gun in your hand, you sort of wipe your emotions away and go, I made it, I can fix it. And you study your spider for a moment and realize, oh, just, I can fix this. The power got overloaded, and it's it's... It's 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 power systems are fried. You can fix it. It'll take a whole day, but you can fix it. All right. But Sounds you good. you recognize that you're gonna have to build your gun from the beginning. Yeah, that's fine. And that will take you a week. A week. Yeah. Sounds good. So eight days to get back to where you were. Valen's just going to fold up his knees and, like, he's going to put his hands on his face and realizing that he has shrapnel in his face. Right. Start trying to pick it out and just kind of hang his head while picking the pieces out because he really can't bear to look at anybody even though he knows it's not his fault. Right. Uh, are you, like, just, like, are you trying to hold on to the fragments? Uh, no, I'm picking them and tossing them on the ground as soon as I can because I know that any piece of this thing is probably bad news. Okay. Um... Uh, hold on. While he's doing that, and while everyone else is getting their bearings straight, um, L, you see these straps, these like shards of black metal, hit the floor of the cart, and then almost yeah. infuse into the wood and turn patches of the wood black. Is that just like a scorch mark from where the black juju is? Almost is as leaving, if, it... or is it good? Good. Is it going into the wood? Is it putting its magic into the wood? I can't tell if the magic's going into the wood, but it's almost as if it's, like, melting into the wood's veins. Sure. <laughs> um, I'm Mel a notices that, but can't really do any... Can't really concentrate on it at the moment. He's digging through his... Um, supplies to figure out what exactly is gone and uh, surreptitiously trying to move around the cart without anybody noticing exactly where he's going to check what gold is gone. <laughs> right. Uh, that's right, I forgot you hid the gold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Garen, sorry, go ahead, bud. Um, Garen is staying very quiet 
and packing his things back up because he may or may not be at vault for this. So um, everything shy of uh, innocuous whistle is happening over there. Right. As he just shoves all his things back into his bag. Yeah. So, uh, well, a couple minutes are passing while uh, Boomer assesses his equipment and the fact that he can rebuild his gun in a week and repower the spider in a day. Uh, what else do you all do? Uh, um, Valen finishing picking the pieces out of his face is going to... Um walk up to Boomer, who's kneeling down in front of his um, spider, and set set a hand on his shoulder and say, I, I can help you fix it any way I can. Just tell me how I can help fix it. Uh, it's just going to take some concentration right now, but I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm trying to keep my emotions in check, and I know this wasn't your fault, but I've got to focus on this. Get it together, you know. But later on, if I need help, I'll call for it. All right. Go so make sure everybody else is all right and see what else comes. All right. Valen will nod, and overwhelmed by the uh, the situation of everything, just turn to everybody and just say, "You know, this isn't my fault, right?" It's not your fault, Karen would say, with a little bit more emphasis than he should on your. Can almost see it in italics. Right. <laughs> Fowl will rub his face a little bit and say, "I don't know if it's exactly your fault either." Um, that thing had me by the balls. I said I could control it, and you all believed me, and I thought I could. That's gonna spike a little bit of anger in Val, but he's just gonna squash it right off the bat and not say a thing, not let it show because of the situation flashing out right now is probably not the most intelligent thing to do. Um, I think it's both of your faults. I was about to say, while Boomer's tinkering, he's going to yell over and ask if Ella's okay. No, I'm not alright. What's gone of yours, bud? Can we figure it, just... we figure it out? You, and he points a finger at Valandes, destroyed my writ of patronage. Do you have any idea what that was worth and what it means? I don't, says Garen, hopefully. <sighs> a little bit. I understand how one who has absolutely no culture might be mystified by this process, but if I, a nobleman, go into, say any foreign country like this one that we happen to be traveling through and display my writ of patronage, I will be treated as my status and my breeding should be. But without it, I'm like you. I'm handsome. Common. Wait, this man, is you were a noble? big problem. That seems like the thing you should have more than one copy of. It's, it seems like the thing that you should keep not on the road with us. What's but, the point of having a writ of patronage if you don't bring it with you? But don't try and defend yourself here. You just destroyed 
my only document declaring who I actually am. You're and I could give a shit who you actually are. Valen has no love for nobles whatsoever. Um, especially with his past and dealing with full-blown noble houses under the mountain. So he has no sympathy at this point oh, let, for let, let, the lost peace. Let, let's take a time out before this escalates, Garen says. We have a stone that communicates the capital city on this continent, which I'm sure is capable of communicating with wherever you're from, El. Oh, Surely what? we can... Oh, you want me to go back and ask my mother for another writ? Uh, no, I want us to ask the guy in the city to go ask your mother. No, that's even more insulting than this first slight... Maybe they can kind of just teleport it over here. I don't. I'm not too familiar with magic. Boomer. <laughs> okay, hold yeah, on. You would. You would not. Mark? You would not say teleport. That shit is not. Like, if you saw a motherfucker teleport something, even if it was just an item and not a person, it, you'd be like, "That is some of the strongest magic I have ever seen." And I saw two monks hold hands and turn into a dragon. All right, so not teleport. <laughs> Maybe somehow they can ship it off to us in a rapid manner. Well, first off, buddy, uh, those. Those uh, uh, sending stones, we can only receive calls when they call us. We can't really call out right now. Uh, and I got other things to work on than trying to figure out how we can send out calls. That's not technically part of our thing. They, they, they only call us on every seven days, but Do you guys remember but, what day you're on of that seven-day cycle? Because I do. I, I don't know. I, I mean, is there a role for that? Uh, no, just if no one remi- remembers, then I will pity the party and tell them. Yeah, does, that, does that count for, um, uh, the call to Furong when we were at the monastery? Does that count as one, or is that a one-off? Uh, no, that was part of it. That was part of it? Okay, then we're, uh, I think we're four days in? Yep. Sweet. Yeah, I remember the thing. thing. No. Uh, and second off, I think L's not from uh, the from Yalzar Major. Uh, he's from uh, oh man, what is that giant lake called? Jesus, I'm actually laughing at it myself. It's really bad. Verde. Yeah, Verde. Uh, I believe he's from Verde. He's from well, you know, where, close to where I'm from. So I said maybe the people in the city can get in touch with the other city. We can't even get in touch with people in the city. Anyway. Well, <laughs> Valen's going to shake off a little bit of his anger and say, I have a way to possibly work a network to get a message to Delver Day. I don't need no. your help, and I don't need my family's help. You all right, well, if you're that out of touch with your family, what good is the noble patronage to you? It's still a writ. I don't need to explain my family drama. I don't need to air out my dirty laundry just to get room and board. Hey, man, I don't know how nobles work. I just beat the shit out of people for them. Clearly. I thought uh, Garen would go into the cart and look under something and say, hey, um, wait, did we put it in the magic bag? I don't remember. The magic jar slash don't look inside. Oh, yeah, it's in it's in the bag of holding. Okay. <laughs> oh, by the way, can you... It was I, all my group supplies. That's why I needed the double check. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to destroy my gun, so I'm super heartbroken right now. Uh-huh. But I thought you were going to turn my bag of holding into a bag of devouring and just destroy everything in it. 
I really thought that's what you were going with too, and I'm not gonna lie. That's that's what I thought, and then like, the thing yeah, happened, and uh, this is literally about to be the roughest thing ever, and then you throw it in my gun, <laughs> or like just seal it. Super useless. <laughs> nah, I'm fine. We're gonna fix it. Uh, but I think we need to camp down right now. We need to get the spider back up so we can get this thing moving. Figure out what we're missing. L, I'm sorry that we missed your writ. If there ever comes a time that we can get it back, we will do that. If you want to hug, I will hug you. Uh, but we got to get it together so we don't freeze to death out here in the wild. Oh, um, in turn, by the way, I forgot to mention, uh, in your inventory, L, obviously remove that scroll. Yeah. And replace it with uh, a slightly burned or slightly melted wax seal that was obviously on it. As like a token of remembrance for it. Hmm. Sure. (laughs) So... By the way, El, there's nothing wrong with being common folk. Uh, raise common folk, and um, he's smarter than most. You only say that because you are common. You know what, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> having a hard time. I'm having a hard time. Ugh. Keep my <laughs> They took my gun and my spider. All right, these are things that I built with my hands. Not some servant boy gave to me. Nothing that was given to me from birth like a silver spoon in my mouth. I worked for it from day one. So why don't you sit your little hiding down there in the thing, get yourself something to eat and calm yourself before something bad happens. Because <laughs> right now, silver spoon, you're out number three to one. Hmm. Yelling common folk. And then he's going to go and try to fix the spider. L storms off in whatever direction doesn't contain people. Alright, well, whatever direction that is, it does contain snow. That's fine. This rage will keep him warm. Um, actually, you step out of the cart. Um, give me a nature check. Oh. Ask me for shit I don't have, why don't you? <laughs> like a right, right of patronage. Yeah, like that. Let's just salt the earth. What's your nature um, check? Okay, I don't have my d20 on me. Hold on. Oh, well then, I'll take a one. <laughs> if you have a d20, just roll it and add nothing. Or excuse me, add one to it. Alright, that's a total of an eight then. Uh, in your fluster uh, of the of the early morning, like sun barely beginning to, to cast light on the white snow, mm-hmm. you begin to shiver as the cold immediately sinks its talons into you uh, outside of the carriage. And maybe not 20 seconds of fuming emotionally, but not physically. You feel something beneath you rumble. Well... Today's just getting good. Guys, just stay on, stay on the path. 
Should should stay on the path. <laughs> Make a deck save. Wow. Alright, let me go get my D twenty. Hold on. This how we play Dark Souls. <laughs> yep. Dungeons and Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> the floor is Ramores. The floor is Ramores. <laughs> oh man, if it was a Ramores, that'd be nice. <laughs> that would just be like, oh, it turns out Kenny's actually over it. All your stuff's destroyed, and your party's dead. Fuck. <laughs> this is how you know the DM's just tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna break your shit. I'm gonna break your people. <laughs> now so I'm gonna kill y'all. TPK, fifteen minutes in. I guess Kenny was just tired. I don't know what happened. TPK, fifteen minutes into the session. <laughs> it's twenty-eight. Okay, hold on. <laughs> still, you gave us a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. I'm pretty sure I failed because I rolled a three, but let me just do some math. Uh, dexterity save is. Uh, uh, why does that say plus four? I, uh, uh, oh, because it hasn't. I forgot to write it. So that's an, that's a eight. Okay. A giant white mass crests the snow, uh, and while you dodge its large pincing mandibles, its bulk slams you in for twelve damage, and you fly until you hit the side of the cart. Uh, and you and everyone else hears a loud bellow slash chittering noise. And everyone and everyone definitely hears you slam into the car and feel it. Ugh. Should we roll initiative? Yeah, that's probably yeah. that's probably a good call. Well Hey, cool. That's a seven. Hey, does anyone want to burn an uh, an inspiration? I don't have any. I could burn an inspiration. I'll burn an inspiration. Okay, I will tell you as a as a free hint in exchange for your inspiration that this fight is a puzzle with a very simple solution. Mm. That solution run. How? Leave the car behind and just die in this wilderness. Garen might make it. Shut up, Garen. <laughs> you both had a chance to destroy the thing. Don't even talk to me. Hey, we trusted you. Well, we trusted you. You're stupid. See, this well, now we're all fighting, and none of us trust anyone. So, well, no, my character trusted you. I knew exactly what was going on. <laughs> I did too. But <laughs> it sucks but, to suck. <laughs> by the way, Al, I love you. Oh, I love you too. No, Austin, I love you. I can suck a dick at the moment. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't have a fucking writing utensil. I'll be right back. Picturing L with this permanent pout on his lips now. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Mm. 
<laughs> it's our first fight, guys. It'll be okay. Or it won't. <laughs> or your last fight. Well, the physical fight. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can, you, can I roll the solve puzzle? No. What? No. What a shame. <laughs> All right, Boomer, what's your initiative? Uh, 17. Okay. Uh, Geheron. Uh, that's a solid seven, boss. Uh, What's your initiative? Thirteen. And Valandes. That's a fourteen. Okay. So, uh, as the snow powder settles, um, L, you can look up and see a thirty-foot tall, and that's just what's sticking out of the snow, cylinder of muscle and scale. Frostworm. Oh. Does anyone not know what a frostworm looks like? I do not. I don't either. I, but I can imagine. I will... Should we walk without rhythm in the snow? Oof. It won't not attract the worm. Let's see, because there's a great picture of it. Yeah. Alright, I'm going to post it here in the chat. There you go. Oh, I don't want to fight that. Oh, well, it wants to fight you. Yep. Is it a Cyclops? Well, it does only have one eye, if that's what you mean. Well, I mean, you just can't ask people if they're Cyclopses. Right. Okay, so that's there. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, it is Boomer's initiative. All right. Um, Boomer's going to stop what he's done with the spider and everything and run around to the side of the cart. Yep. Uh, L's laying there. Yeah, pretty banged up by the look of it. Are we all on the road? Yeah, the cart was on the road. Okay. Um, Rimmer's going to run up to L and hit him with a cure wound. Okay. Because you can see that it, you can, it, we can plainly tell that he's beat up pretty bad. Well, yeah, yeah, he's he's hurt for sure, pretty undeniably. I mean, we heard him hit the cart. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm gonna hit him with the cure wounds. Uh, yeah, cure wounds. Sure. Don't don't worry about it right now. Don't worry about it. No. Um, I, I really don't have anything else. I don't have any weapons. Uh, like uh, the spells I have are like, like jump and long strider and alarm. Um, I mean, I'm I'm basically just a bit of a knife. Uh, 
cast Long Strider on somebody. Uh, yeah, but is this thing over top of our car? No, 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 no. It's maybe 15, well, where it's coming out of the ground is maybe like 15, 20 feet off the road. Okay. I think I know what the puzzle is, but I didn't see anything, so. Um, well, then I won't do that. Yeah, he probably just made me mad. Now he needs to hurt a little. Um, I'll run over to get hair and cast an Rider on Okay, so what does that do for me? Uh, you move an extra 10 feet around. Or, uh, yeah, you, you can move an extra 10 walking speed for up to one minute. Cool. All right. Okay. Then I'll, do I have any more move speed left? Uh, yeah. Um, I will start making my way over towards L. Okay. And that will be my turn. All right, it's the Frostworms initiative. It is going to clack its large mandibles together and create a trilling noise. Everyone make a wisdom saving throw. Good luck, everybody else. That's uh, a six for Boomer. Okay, Gaharan? Fifteen. Uh, L? I got a twenty-two. And Valandes? Fourteen. All right, and Gaharan, what was yours? Uh, mine was fifteen. Okay, so Valandes and Boomer, you're both stunned for two rounds. Oh, <sighs> no. And then it is going to take the rest of its initiative and lean its head just above the back of the carriage. So people inside the carriage can't see that, obviously, but people outside can. And it is now Valandessa's initiative. You're stunned. Yep. And then it is uh, L's initiative, who is also stunned. I'm not. No, Boomer was. Not Sorry, L. right, my bad. Yeah. Uh, Alright. You said it stuck its head in the cart? No, no, no. Like, imagine that this Sharpie is the cart, yeah. and it's placed its mandibles, like, right above the back of the cart. Eh. For for the listeners at home, I did like a like a shadow puppets thing of what this crossroad is going to probably do to somebody. It's chop 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 chop. Um. Shoot. Okay. L's doesn't know what the heck to do. This thing is huge, and he doesn't even have any weapons on him right now. Um, Somebody look at the guy covered in weapons, for the love of God. (laughs) (laughs) 
hears, if it hears, uh, I, um, so L is not in the cart, he's on the side of the cart. Right. Yeah, he, he just goes ahead and casts Dissonant Whispers on it. Sure. See if that'll have an effect. And that's a save or damage, right? No, well, yeah, it's a save or damage, and if it fails, it has to take a full move action on its next turn away from us. Gotcha. Away from me. Okay. Um, and what is the DC? 13? Uh, no, not that good. It failed. Don't worry 13. about it. <laughs> okay. So roll your it damage. Takes 3d6. Okay, so it uses its reaction to move as far as its speed allows away from me. Okay, uh, it does that. It stops. Tr- it stops the the noise it's making, which makes yeah. Boomer and Valandes not have to plug their ears anymore. Mm. And it like almost as if you banish it back to the snow. It like wiggles and like and just sinks back into the snow. L stays where he is on the side of the road. Doesn't step off the road. <laughs> well, the, the problem is is that you can't see the road. It's snowed over. Uh, so you can only feel uh, that you're on this on the road by being, by like feeling for it. Which is why you, a fully adult, grown man, who knows to stay on the road, ended up not on the road. Gotcha. I take it we're still on initiative. No, you're no longer on initiative. Um, can I ask one quick question? Are we healed from the last session, or am I still at whatever health I was from the last session? We long rested. Uh, you're you're healed. Okay. Fully. Even if we didn't say it, I have spells that I can use if we're going to long rest. So <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Cool. Just assume that you're up. Um, Garen would point his halberd left and right and say, "I." I don't, I don't like this. He would then look to L and call out for him and say, take a javelin. Not no javelin. I have three javelins. Left. L, whose anger has been tempered by terror. (laughs) Right. Uh, goes ahead and takes the javelin. Yeah, Boomer's going to run over and hit him with a Cure Wounds, just in case the sun comes back. All right. Boomer, take one, too. I don't know what they're going to do, but just have something in your hands. Uh, I, I'll pull out uh, one of my light hammers that I use for tinkering. I'll be like, let the son bitch come at me. I was really hoping you'd have little pistol-sized thunder cannons. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's allowed. No, not in a fucking million years. <laughs> I find Gunslinger's fucking offensive on a rules level. Uh, the D eight, right? I mean, I think it's like depending upon the level you're casting it, it's you know additional D eights. Yeah, it's just one. So my spell modifier. Uh, Thirteen. Okay. 
I think L only took 12 damage, so he's topped off. Okay. Don't worry, buddy. We ain't gonna let nothing happen to you. you call us name. We're family. I'll be your new mom. I love you. <laughs> All right, so what's the aftermath? Are we, uh, our cart's on the road. Yes. We right. can feel it on the road. Yeah. Like, so you're standing on snow, and then, like, you shift the snow back and forth, and a few inches deep into the snow, you f- you find the road with your foot. All right. Um, can I roll an Arcana check to check around? Uh, you may do that. I don't know what you're looking for, though. Nothing, because that was a thing. <clears throat> Could I try and roll a nature to see if Garen can feel any vibrations or anything beneath his feet of the worm? Uh, that would be a perception, but you may notice the fact that your battle axe looks different. My battle axe looks different. Do you say that aloud? <laughs> uh, yeah, because he's actually still fumbling for weapons for people because that's all he's got going for him right now. Fallon's going to say, yeah, something something might have happened to him. But, well, the camp was getting trashed. Um, I, I don't think it I don't think it does that fun stuff to plants anymore. He was kind of like Wiggle it at Balan. Oh, you're holding it? Um, yeah, he's breaching for weapons. So gotcha. you oh, hold no. it in that moment. So holding the weapon, you feel it hum with energy. And uh, as you're holding it, your vision gets a tint of green. And anything that you would want to fight looks like it's made of plant matter. So, everyone's in the bent when you have an axe. Does he look any different? Does who look any different? The hair and the mouse thing. He has little, like, green energy in front of his eyes. Is this a compelling thing this time? No, not at all. No, not, not, not even the slightest bit. Okay. <laughs> Please don't do that to me again. <laughs> Is it, like, nature targeting? Well, no, I'm not going to tell you what it is until he uses it, but... All right, fine. <laughs> I'm going to get back to work on the spider. Okay. Yeah, um... We need to go. He's our only. Karen's going to let go of the axe when his vision changes. Yeah. Um, and kind of try to pick it up with some fabric instead of his hand. You still feel the energy, like, hum in the weapon. Like, there's clearly power in this axe. But... And say this. Uh, this will be a concern for some time. And kind of yeah. delicately hang that back on, like the file this under a nightmare for later <laughs> category. <laughs> um. Hey, Boomer, how's that spider coming along? It's going to take a while, bud. <laughs> I was going to say it's going to take a day of work. <laughs> Yeah, 
Valen's gonna walk over to, to help Boomer out, and um, when when he scrunches down next to Boomer, he's gonna pull his hand crossbow off of his back and say, hand it to Boomer and say, "This might be a little bit more of what you're used to, and it might get you by for now." Uh, yeah, that'll that'll work till I can get my gun back up and running. I, I appreciate it, bud. Uh, just do me a favor. Make sure everything that we got's you know kosher. Uh, by the way, what happened to that medallion thing? I don't want it coming back in our ass. Uh, well, it, it exploded. Um, little pieces of it were stuck in my face. And I picked them out and I threw them out away. <laughs> what was that? The fucking audacity didn't even pick that up, but I heard you distinctly say, where did you throw them? Oh, I, I, I was in the cart, and I just threw them on the ground. You, you what? I, I picked the pieces out of my face, and I threw them on the ground. All right, buddy. Of the cart. You, you were smarter than this. Come on. You threw pieces of this cursed shit out of your face and threw them inside where we live. I just wanted to get them out of my face well, now and not in my hands. Come on, man. Get your ass in there and find them. Get out of there. Shit. All right. Val will go into the cart and look at the spots where he thinks he threw No, it. you can distinctly see like five or six like nickel to half dollar sized spots of uh, almost like if you poured liquid metal onto the wood. Okay. Um, Fallon's gonna grab one of his daggers and like dig around the black marks, like mm-hmm. trying to scoop them out. Basically, yeah. cut the wood. Yeah. Out, and, but keeping wood around it so he doesn't have to touch the actual black part of it. Okay, so you're 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 chipping out pretty sizable chunks of wood then. Yeah, but. I'm taking them out. Sure. Um, is it weakening the bottom of the cart? No, no, this? nothing like oh, that. Okay. All right. No. Okay, so I'm taking big, you know, half dollar to bigger size chunks out. Um, I make sure that I try, I try to make sure that I get all of them. And yeah, then I take them you out, do. Show They're them very Boomer. obvious. I show them to Boomer, and then I throw them off Wait. to... Don't throw them. Okay. <laughs> right before I let go, I stop myself. I'm Arcana check them bitches. Oh, before you uh, do that, and while they're in your hand, you can hear them whisper into your mind, consume us, gain power, control the demon. Am I making a check? No. <laughs> okay. Um, Valen's going to say, I need to drop these, or something bad's going to happen. These uh, things are talking to me. Um, God, do we have like a piece of cheesecloth or something? Damn. Alex is going to drop them on the ground in front of themselves. Okay, that'll work. <laughs> and then I'll archive them. Okay. Uh, so of the, the the four or five pieces you see there, um, they, uh, they're they sort of just like clinked onto the ground and you perform an arcana on them? Yeah. Okay, what's your result? Uh, 19 plus 9. It's pretty high. Uh, these things are just pungent 
with controlling and mind-altering magics. Uh, transformation, illusion, uh, a little bit of necromancy, almost like a garnish. A little just, salt. Just a dip, in, just, just the paprika, just and, a little bit of paprika. And you can, you can hear them whisper to you, attach us to your servant. We will make it stronger than you could ever fathom. Yeah, no. <laughs> Speaking of TPKs. <laughs> Maybe. How much? Are we having a conversation? Is this a deal? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Damn it. I'm not going to put them in my spider for it to come back and kill me. No. Not too, not too much. Um, hey, Valen, why don't you catch them big on fire a little ways up? Stay in the room. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Um, Valen will take a piece of, like, take his the bottom of his cloak and kind of scoop them together in the bottom of the cloak so he doesn't have to touch them. Walk them, well, walk carefully, move them with his feet, feeling for the road, off to the cart, you know, set them down, and then um, he's just going to Eldritch Blast him. Okay, you do that. Uh, there's no need to roll damage. You do that, and they okay. they shatter into oblivion and black smoke, and you hear like a screech of pain. That will nod, feeling satisfied. Flip off the shards, and then walk <laughs> back to the uh, the cart. Yep. <laughs> Later. Cool guys to the explosions. Yeah. Valandess's <laughs> uh, help uh, with the spider. Can we get it up sooner? No. Alright, cool. Alright, well then, uh, I say we set up while I finish this off so we can get out of here. Uh, you guys want to set up a fire? Actually, we don't have to because we can stay warm inside the cart now. Yep. And uh, do you guys, do, what do you do about like the several, like, tens of pounds of maggots in your cart? Yeah, well, have, I've got a shovel. Do we have one of those cool, like, giant squeegees? Like on a stick that we can just squeegee it out with. Uh, I mean, I imagine that the the rest of the party will take the day and clean out the cart. Yes. And you sure. know, reassess the food stock situation. Is uh, is Valen suffering any ill effects from the copious amounts of things he drank over the night? Uh, I he... mean, your insides have an AC of sixteen. <laughs> I was just going to say something to that effect. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, but the first time you take a fucking shit, the whole log comes out, looks like it's a wrapped up summer sausage. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. That's all right. Cool. <laughs> That's what you can do um, for, <laughs> Right? Yeah. Um, roll for toilet paper. Um, it comes okay, out. So this, the, do they spend the entire day cleaning up? Um, no, no, like, no. Will it take the whole day? Okay, no. Like, just, so just after after cleanup, Valen's yeah. gonna start feeling with his feet. Um, like the way the cart's facing is he's gonna use that as like a parallel. Like he's gonna draw a line basically out uh -huh. from that. And walk with his feet, trying oh. to feel for the road. I mean, it's become the middle of the day. What little snow was on the road has melted. It's very clear oh, okay. to see the road. So we can see the road now. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So we don't need to attach like a plow to the front of the spider. No. Can I though? I mean, Boomer has or uh, Karen has blacksmithing tools. 
Do we have any more Remora's armor? <laughs> I have a mandible. It's in my treasures. Um, I would have been most upset if he just torched that, just like... <laughs> <laughs> Wish we would have just torched that. <laughs> There's a lot of other important things. Oh, God. Um, all right, so we're going to be here for the rest of the day and possibly through the night, right? It'll be about sunset when Boomer completes repairs on his spider. Okay, Valen's gonna follow the road out, and um, do we have any? Do we have any like sticks or anything in in the cart? Like, do we have anything that we can use as markers along as a the matter road? of fact? I was gonna say, I think your fighter has three javelins. I do have three javelins. Oh, and as you step out away from the cart, but down the road. Um, you step on arrowheads and take four points of damage. Oh, yeah, through those. Cool. I could have sworn I bought rope, but I don't see it in my supplies. No, I know I've got rope. It's in my Actually, freaking... I have I have rope as well. Oh, I've got I don't rope. think I I have uh, pittons too. The the not, I don't know if, if that's the actual word for them. Pintons? The things you use for climbing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Step on fucking arrows. Stopped it in my notes. Four points. Okay, um, so Valen's going to mark off one side of the road um, for as far as the materials he has will let him. So just little sticks every, we'll say, 20, 30 paces okay. as markers. Um, we'll say, I don't know, how far, how far do you think the materials are getting me? Because he won't stop until he runs out of stuff. About a hundred feet of rope. Okay, all right. Well, it's something. It's something that got our way. So he'll, he'll build up a little, like, rope thing. Just in case it snows at night, we can watch the road. Oh, I mean, you guys don't need to do that to keep track of the road. Oh, no? Yeah, the only reason I made uh, L do that is because he was he was not thinking clearly and did not declare what direction he was going, and there was still like active snow on the ground, and he's also not a particularly navigationally aware character. Yeah, like I I would so probably under no circumstances ask uh, Farong to make that check because he would probably always know. Right. But he would not know what the world was called. Right. <laughs> He'd be like, I've heard of this. It's like a uh, ice snake. No. Uh, bugbear? Bugbear. Go with bugbear. That looks like a bugbear to me. Yeah. It's a bug the size of a bear. <laughs> All right, cool. So uh, Al had pouty perception, and that that's what did it. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, then Valen won't waste his time or any of the materials on Sure. Um, just really focus on helping with uh, fixing the spider. All right, so as uh, the day passes and you're fixing the spider, uh, you um, notice that a piece of the plate legging <clears throat> leg armor has fallen off, probably when it collapsed. Uh, other than that, everything is a uh, power issue, pretty much. Mm. Ooh, put some juice in her. All right. 
So you do that over the course of the day. Um, do you reattach that leg plate? Yep. Wait, wait, wait. Does the leg plate have any dark shards in it? Uh, I don't know. Do you touch it? Like, cause it's just like on the snow. Yeah, I want to make sure there's no evil. <laughs> I'm freaking out now. You find evil on it. Yes. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. <laughs> wow. I never would have thought to look for that. Well, I kind of hinted at it when I said that there were six pieces in the in the carts floor. Yeah. And you said four to five. Uh-huh. Got it. I thought you just forgot. You never forget things. You just want the spider to go away. <laughs> oh, not away. Awry. Mm, I appreciate well, that. I take the evil shit off of it. <laughs> yeah, you take the evil shit off of it and burn it. <laughs> and then I'll fix it. <laughs> I pay attention too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Cool. So you're it's uh it's just before sunset and your spider is operational. Um, yes. L, what have you been doing with your day? Just helping the party? No, he's avoiding people. Okay. He's actively trying not to help. Um, just hanging out, listening to Hawthorne Heights. <laughs> Something like that. Unnecessary shaded Hawthorne Heights, although super appropriate. Yeah. He makes a big deal about how he still hurts from where the worm hit him, even though he's already been healed completely. And then, like, sits down for, you know, lunch and doesn't get up for, like, three hours. And then, like, you know, has to tune his loot in his bedroll. Just <laughs> it's uh, so, so good. Perfectly in character. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. You guys uh, are ready to keep traveling if you wanted to travel for the night. Yeah. Um. Bell's going to suggest moving through the night so we can make up for lost time and uh, get away from ice worms and remorazes and whatever the fuck those people controlled by the amulet that fucked her day up was. We should light some lanterns. Yes. So this is why we need those the, the lights that I'm working on. Mm -hmm. Well, we've got a couple of oil lamps and a bullseye lantern in the uh, in the cart. Plus we have dark vision, so that's cool. And as you guys make that decision, it is about then when the wind kicks up and snow falls from the sky. You're no currently time. experiencing a snowstorm. Maybe we should hunker down. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, we might have to. So. Um, Boomer, you want to make sure we got alarm on? Just so we don't get surprised? Yeah. Alright. I'll cast cool. the arm and uh Well, the spider can't fit in there with me. But he doesn't get cold constructs. Um Yeah, I'll cast the alarm and Dive and hunker down. The balance gonna sit at the uh outside of the cart on the front 
uh, like driver's seat mm-hmm. and um, and post watch um, for the majority of the night. Oh, okay. He's gonna get he'll get rest at the end of the night uh, a little bit, but uh, not a full rest. What like, what hard weather gear are you out. equipped with to handle the sitting in the snowstorm? Oh, nothing. I'm I'm gonna pop in and out of the like put my bring okay. myself in warm up because then, like, because I wanted to point out like. Tonight is even a little chilly in the cart. Oh, okay. So there's not like a warmth to warm myself up. Not really. Right, well, like, I will not do that. Because you go, you go out there and you can't see more than a, a few feet in front of you from how heavy the snowfall is. Okay, we're talking like blizzard conditions. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, then oh. He's just going to stay up and attentive um, in the cart. Like school's closed for a few days level of yeah. snow. Yeah. Can I um, ask right. a mechanics question? Sure. With Garen being a silver dragon, how does his cold resistance work for... Is that just a combat mechanic? It's... Or... So you're resistant to cold damage, and I've always chosen uh, to interpret that as just that. Um, That's fine. I was just curious. No, no, I, I hear you, though, because... And here's my reason why I don't say, well, if you're resistant to fire magic, you can t- take the heat... And if you're resistant to cold magic, you or cold damage, you know you don't freeze as easy. My problem with that is that there are not parallels for the other elemental types of resistances, which just inherently makes them minorly weaker. I uh, get it. It's all good. Yeah. So, no dice. All right. Uh, well, then, Garen is going to snuggle up in some furs. Yeah. Everyone pulls out that extra layer that they swore they were going to need at some point, but haven't needed up until this point. Uh, but everyone finds some modicum of comfort. Um, until about middle of the night when the alarm spell goes off. Shit. Alright, uh... Uh, with was, al- with alarm, do you know how many entities are passing through? Uh, let me check. Or is it just basically a tripwire with a bell on it? I mean, uh, set an alarm against uh, an unwanted. Choose a door window area that's no longer than a twenty foot cube until the spell ends. An alarm uh, alerts you whenever. A creature touches or enters the wooded area. Uh, designated what creatures won't set off the alarm. You can also choose whether the alarm is me- uh, mental or audible. Mental alert uh, you in the mind. Uh, if you are within a one mile area. So I just realized something about the properties of that spell. Yeah, I thought it was bigger than that. And I'm trying to think about how large actually your carriage is. It probably only it, the the alarm spell probably is only just big enough to encapsulate the carriage and maybe a couple feet outside of it. Uh, you said this is about the size of a Conestoga, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they are 18 feet long and 11 feet high and four feet wide. Yeah. All right. Carry up to 12 grand for the record, just so we know. Yep. Well, then we don't know. Well, no, 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 you do know, because immediately after the alarm spell triggers, you hear a knock on the back door of your carriage. 
Nobody's home. sort of deadened on the other side of a wooden door. Hello? It's rather cold out. Have a spot for another. Maybe? Uh, Why not? How can today get worse? Karen would say. Val would just point an angry finger at him. <laughs> he would shrug and say, why would something nice happen? Val will turn and peel back the, uh, the cover of the cart to see who's the one who knocks. Standing in front of you is are two tall humanoid creatures, uh, humanoid people, individuals, uh, one made of iron bark wood and one made uh, mostly out of metal plates, but there's clearly flesh underneath. And immediately at your waist level in front of you, pulling the, the cover back down so you can come inside, is a uh, halfling man in relatively nice undergarments. Uh, and you have just enough time to see that the two individuals still standing in the two feet of snow are covered, in, uh, like I said, covered in some snow, but holding an overcoat, a backpack, and several layers of hard weather gear and the 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 short halfling in front of you reaches his hand up and goes Roderick the Pitless it's a pleasure Roderick the Pitless hey there old boy sorry there's a lot of people at once alright go ahead no, I, I couldn't hear you. You go ahead. You're better at this than uh, I am anyway. Uh, I see another short person for once. Right. Uh, he's going to run up and be like, Well, hey there, man. My name's uh, Bumble, Boomer, Brad Jim. Everybody's called me Boomer. Sort of looks at, he sort of looks at you and wipes the his red skin from probably being wind blasted and goes, Is that the Bright Jim family name I hear in the middle of nowhere? Yeah, well, it's a bright gym. I'm out here adventuring. What was your name again? Oh, sorry. I get ahead of myself. One moment. And he sort of turns around and, like, pokes his head, like, up under, like, just his head, under the coverings, and you can hear him speaking to the wind. And he, you know, grabs a little something and closes it, and then you see him run his hand along the, like, the crease of where the, the 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 cover of everything meets the walls and floor, and they almost fuse together, immediately stopping any wind that was uh, and and heat that was traveling through there, and he returns over with like a four pounds like wrapped up sausage and hands it to Valen. <laughs> Valen grabs it. And he's just, like, looking at these... Like, he's hunched over looking at these two talking at his knees and just like, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> All right. Goes, well, that is for me sleeping here for the rest of the night. I'm not sure if you noticed. It's very cold outside. 
I'll take it, Garen says. We'll split it. What about your friends? Oh, they'll be fine. Uh, 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 yeah, they're fine. Are they human? Oh, uh, they were at one point. Oh, I got a lot of questions. Hmm. Well, it's a long night. I have a long. Uh, I have uh, some answers. All right then. Well, why don't we sit down, share some sausage? Uh, I wonder if I have any booze left. No. No regular booze, not the good stuff. <laughs> okay. A nice black and tan. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Just black and black, really, at that point. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, do you boys see a problem with it? I suppose not. We got free sausage ale. That's nice. We can eat as a family. Because family don't say mean things to one another and not apologize. By the way, I'm sorry. Uh, you look like a bunch of weird people to be all in the same family. Valen's going to scrunch down and get real close to Roderick's face and say, Why are you out on the mountain in the middle of this storm with two used-to-be humans? That is an excellent question. And he sort of like looks to the rest of you as he says this sentence. I see why you keep this guy. He's very astute. No, I, well, we, and he like points over his shoulders, we're here and we're going east to get off of this cold place because, well, I found the materials that I was coming here for and ultimately I found them lacking. So I need to go somewhere else to find better materials. What kind of material, and what are you building? Well, I'm building number 20, and uh, let's see. Well, I see what you guys have done with this structure, and I have to say, I like what I see, but the plates of the insects that live in the snow here are really strong and super, super durable, but... They lack uh, malleability. You can't make you can't make a suit out of it. Right. So you're making suits of armor. Sort of. Are you, are you going around killing the live wildlife? Wait a second. Is he just just a quick question? Is he making warforged? Uh no. Okay. Just just that that was just a you like just an out of game question. Are those things out there constructs then? That is grossly misrepresenting how conscious they are. Sentient stocks? Yeah. Twelve has been with me for over forty years, whereas eighteen is newer. Huh. You've been through 20 of them. No, I've been through 19 of them. And are these people willing to do this? Oh, they're ecstatic to be alive again. So they were dead before. Wait, those things are undead? No. No, that, see, that's, again, you're really oversimplifying this. Which Karen is... points to the helmet. <laughs> and then to his brain. Wait, wait, guys, 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 calm down. 
I like where this is going. Uh, so you're telling me that these people were dead. Uh-huh. Well, you have brought them back to life due to magics and uh, materials that you have found suitable throughout your journey. And you're trying to have them uh, uh, immortal, or at least last long enough for you. They last longer. Hmm. And why did you start on this journey? Oh, uh, well, that's simple. I found that I was the best person at what I did, where I was living, and said, you know what, There's, there, I doubt it, I doubt it, but there could be people better than me at doing what I'm doing somewhere else in the world, so I should go and hone my craft so that there can't be anyone else better than me at what I do wherever I would potentially find people that might have been, at some point, better than me at the thing that I'm doing. Yeah, I look where this guy's head's at. I, I know how, what you're saying, but I used to have something magnificent. Yeah, Literally, you're the estranged bright gem son. Uh, what was that? You're the estranged bright gem son. I've heard so much about you. What'd they say? <laughs> well, your brother said nothing nice. Yeah, well, he's a bad. Yeah, he starts laughing. Uh, well, I saw some blueprints of yours for what's pulling your cart. Uh, much, much nicer design than what you had originally drew, I have to tell you. Hey, thanks. I appreciate that. But, uh, I mean, uh, I was in the, the great Dwarven City, and, well, I heard that there were some people who coined this weird new term of artificer, and so I had to meet them because it sounded like what they were doing was kind of like what I was doing, but I had to know for a fact that they weren't doing it better than me. And I was right. Well, we're not doing exactly what you're doing, no, but we are doing something probably better than you can do it. That is an interesting and probably potentially incorrect perspective, but I like it. <laughs> um, Jaron would kind of give a sideways glance at uh, Valen that would almost say, is he calling Boomer out right now? Uh, Valen's going to he keeps doing, he's still in the same spot. He hasn't taken a seat yet. Sure, And he's yeah. going to lean back down again and go, so what would it mean if he was better than you? Well, I'm not going to say it's an impossibility because that is bad science. But yep. I would say simply that if I had decided to do what he's doing with my life instead of what I am doing, I think I'd do it better. But that's impossible to say considering the current, well, passage of time. Hey, man, I, I get you. You're doing something. You, you're doing you, as we say in the Gnome Cities. Uh, you're doing you. Yes, uh, I've heard that. And also... Yeah, finger guns. <laughs> finger guns and stuff. By the way, how's my mom? She all right? Well, she said that when you asked that I should say, should I meet you? Because she was very concerned that I might. Because she said you were walking around a lot. And I knew that I was going to be walking around a lot. So I figured if we were both walking around a lot, there's a solid chance that we weren't going the same direction. Which means inevitably we would meet each other. Yeah. Felton's going to snap a finger and say, what'd she say? Oh, 
She said hi. Oh, she misses you. Well, if you ever make your back there and you walk in the opposite directions and you see her, tell her said hi back. Yeah, I think I could probably do that most likely. I don't know. I might not go back there. There's not a lot to learn. But if I do end up there and I do see her, I will say that. Hi, I'm going to stand up and just go sit down <laughs> and start dicing up the sauces for everybody. Yeah. It's hapless at this point. <laughs> well, but I got a. I like what you're doing. I don't think it's necessarily evil, but it looks good. You, it is artificing from what I can see, just a different brand of it. And uh, I was thinking maybe after uh, my adventuring date were over, I'd settle down and build a, a, a nice little place where people of our, uh, of our uh, building prowess and mindset could come together and uh, make the world a little bit of a better place. You get your own lab. What is it going to be called? Uh, I was thinking... Uh, uh, bright gem artificing, but we can work on the on, on the on the on the title. Well, what a what about Karen raises a finger? <clears throat> the Boomer Bright Gem Institute for guys who might know how to science good, but don't quite know if they know how to science good and would like to learn how to do that better and also other things. You see, you guys talk like he doesn't know what he's talking about, but that's a really unique name, and I would definitely remember that. Karen points to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> like a PJ in the club, like you just got a like song request. <laughs> <laughs> gonna run an insight check on this guy sure uh, just um i have nothing no bonuses to this but I, he's just gonna run it before he falls asleep in his presence uh definitely wants to get a feel more of a feel for him that's a 15 and what exactly are you trying to pertain i'm trying to um figure out if he's being completely honest about his motives or his travels he's coming uh, off as okay. alarmingly honest okay just painfully honest about everything. Like, okay. well, maybe not everything, but that. Okay, all right. Well, that that that's enough for for Valen. <clears throat> um, Garen's gonna raise his fingers to his head because that's how he thinks telepathy works. Uh huh. And uh. Go ahead. I know what you're doing. It's hilarious. Yeah. He's not even hiding it either. He's just like right in the middle. He's like, ah. <laughs> like he's having a long thought. Maybe he can help fix your gun faster? Question mark? Maybe. <laughs> I'm not going. I can't go into a trance in the middle of talking to this guy. That's yeah, rude. He, he can hear me. We always hear each other, right? Or does he need to be concentrating too? Yeah, you can always hear each Better. other. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in your head, bro. Well, maybe since you're in my head, you can hear my thoughts of I don't want to show this guy my schematics because I don't want to copy my shit. Uh, you can't say that back without concentrating. Yeah, I know. Can you at least, like, pouty glare at me so I know what you mean? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn around and I'm going to meme mug him. Garen would shrug and say, no yeah, face. he does seem pretty competent in his brain. Um, <laughs> you two are too focused on looking at each other. But L notices that this halfling 
has uh, with us like a like a Sailor Moon piece of toast in his mouth, like just like a slab of sausage in his mouth. Mm. Um, has already began to look at the pile of gun parts, and oh. it looks to Ellen goes, "Did you make that?" Yes. That's fascinating because everyone has a chimney and no one likes cleaning them. It's true. There's a there's a broad market actually. I think. I suffered a uh, sneezing fit when placing the last bolt, and well, here we are now. Well, it seems pretty simple. I mean, I'm I'm only just looking at it, but I think I could put this together in no time. Uh, personally, uh, you didn't make it. I'm here. Thanks, Al. Uh, okay. As Boomer starts speaking, Karen would rub his tummy. Boomer's tummy, not Karen's. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do I overhear this conversation? I imagine so. It's happening right next to your head. Oh, then, yeah, no, I'm not going to be like, I made that. Don't. Al's, Al's a good guy. He's a fibber. A little bit of a fibber. It's fine. <laughs> I, he tells stories. He's great at it. He looks good, don't he? You look good, bud. But I made it. And that's a thunder cannon. And I'm sure you saw my brother with one, so I'm sure you know what it is. But his isn't as good as mine. Oh, yeah. No, his looked like a crossbow, and it didn't shoot not crossbow bolts. Yeah, because it crashed. <laughs> Anyways, uh, how about we do a little business right here? From one artificer to another. Shake hands. You show me what you're doing. I'll show you what I'm doing, and we'll make the world a better place. Oh, um, I can't do that. Why? I promised. Promised you. Twelve. Is twelve the one out there? Yeah. Was it the cute one? I'm going to get top to 12. That's going to be difficult. Because you can't talk. It's up to you. No, well, sort of. But no. No, he cannot talk. 18 can talk, though. Can 18 translate between me and 12? No. Okay. <laughs> can you talk? <laughs> Wait, if, if 12 can't talk, how, how do you make a promise? How do you even know it's grateful? Because I know what 12 is saying. Then can you? Yes. All right. Well, let's go do that then. No, it's cold outside and I'm in my jammies. You're right. We're all in our jammies. Let's do it in the morning. But as one artificer to another, I want you to know that this thing. Yeah, I just, I, I gotta, st- I have to, I can't, I don't think, I don't, I, mm, no. Well, I'm, talk, I'm talking about my stuff. 
I hate to sound like my Uncle Ben, but uh, with great power comes great responsibility. So, I'll show you my secrets. No, with great power comes great power because it's the same thing. Yeah, I got you. But, points to the halfling again. We don't need to be talking, you know, out there telling each other secrets of the world if we're showing each other our own stuff, right? Because we don't want this to fall into the wrong hands. Oh, it actually can't. What do you mean? Well, because it's a concept and those aren't tangible. Can I cast Detect Evil on this guy? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can. If you have that spell. Yeah, I don't have that spell. Well, then you can't do that. Yeah, I know. I wish I did, though. What's evil about him? What makes this guy come off as so suspicious? It's just, I think, it's he's sending off, like, these weird vibes. I don't want to be traveling down the road one day and see, you know, Liberty Prime made out of 17 dead <coughs> thunder cannons attached to his arm. I was going to say, if you don't think thunder cannons are on these construct shoulders later... Yeah, that's gonna happen. This guy is sickeningly sweet. Um, <laughs> this, this is exactly how Chinese knockoffs happen. I kind of want to trade him Thunder Cannon stuff for uh, a, 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 like Thunder Cannon. Uh, what are these things called? Schematics or armor schematics? And I want to mod mod me. Yeah, he's not giving you nothing though. You might. No, the metagame's drunk. Um... Boomer could be thinking dark thoughts. <laughs> so, um, so, so Roderick says, "Well, um, this guy's name's Roderick. What's his last name?" The, pit, the no, no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it's it's Roderick the Pitless. Nice. And you can ask, you can ask, fucking Echo. You can ask fucking Thatch. This has been a character that I've used forever. Yeah, this is a character I hope so. forever. Yes. Thatch, is this guy evil? I don't actually remember. He's different every time. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't recognize the character, though. I did recognize the name. Yeah. The name cool. is the character. It's kind of like Dread Pirate Robert. It's like. Uh, he's your Biggs and Wedge. Yeah, basically. I like it. But I like this artificer guy. Like, I want to learn stuff, and I want to show him stuff. You see, he's not though. He's gonna he, keep. He's gonna keep butting heads with you on that word choice. All right. Well, what, what's the, well? All right. If you don't like the word artificer, what do you like? What is the word that you like to? What is the 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 title you prefer? Are you are you talking to him again in character? Yes. Oh. I like the pitless. Of course you do. Hmm. Are you saying the pigless, like a farm without no. swine? The no, pit- like this. And he reaches up behind your ear and pulls out a uh, a guac. Uh, I almost said he pulls out a guacamole. I'd been okay with that early, and so would Garen. He pulls out an avocado and says, "Like this," and like opens it and takes the pit out. Pitless. Oh. Can I have that? Where the, where the hell did you get an avocado in the mountains? Oh, don't worry about it. Magic. Elsa's. Yeah, it's not that hard. And he like gives a little flick of the wrist and produces a peach. 
You know, that would have been a better choice of fruit. Isn't it avocado a vegetable? Boomer's going to flick his wrist, and nothing happened. Oh, it only works with pitted fruits, friend. I was going to make a strawberry. Try a cherry. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> no, I don't have Korean food. Hell doesn't either. He has pressed the digitation. Right. Oh. Uh, what does that do, exactly? Makes... Stage magic, basically. Yeah. Oh, it, cool. What he like, just created is not an actual peach. It's an illusion. Yeah, it's an illusion. Uh, all right, well, pitless, artificer, I think that, you know, they might just be words, an idea, just a title. They're but, definitely those things. But I don't think it pertains to what we do, because what we do is us. And I think we can make the world a better place. Oh, I have made the better the, the world a better place nineteen times. Wait, there's only two of them out there. Where are the rest of them? Oh, they broke. Oh. Sometimes the world wins even against the strongest of us. Well, the world won against number one with a bomb. Number two lost to well, two might still be around. But if he is, he's at the bottom of Lake Verday. Uh, three. Boomer's going to leave that in his head. He might be at the bottom of Lake Verday. Wait, aren't these things sentient? Oh, yes. You left the thinking creature at the bottom of the lake. Well, I was really young at the time. Notice how he was number two. And I didn't build him with limbs. Hmm. Oh, no. So, I don't know that he is still there, but I know that if he he could be there because that's the last place I saw him, and I'm scared of open water. Maybe he was rescued by someone teaching people to help drowning people. That's a possibility and a noble thing to do, but unlikely. Alright. I, I have nothing to add to that. Three through <laughs> three through six fell off a ship, um, and and fell is a strong word because there was a thing attacking the ship and it pulled them off of it. <clears throat> but Just... I I know number five killed it, so that was a victory. All right, there's still a good bit more. Oh, do you want to know them all? No, that's <laughs> Are any of them still alive and out there in the world? Definitely. Including at least two. I know that for a fact. And these creatures, they're sentient and they're not out there harming people. They're protecting them. You know, n- ten might have hurt somebody. Hmm. But that's it. Hey, man, you know, you can't always get it right. That's science. It's not too bad. One out, one out of 18, or 19. Hey. Well, yep, those are pretty good odds. But yeah, I built that gun. You want to help me put it back together real quick? No, no, no. If that's your project, then you should work on that. Ah, that's what I thought. Thanks, buddy. 
Um, maybe we could, but you know, maybe we could keep in touch, get that building up and going. Oh, I'm hoping to live in this cart until we get to the coast. Uh, you live here with us. Yeah, this goes. This goes all right. All right. Well, and how much is money are you going to pay us? I'm sorry, I can't understand three people. Garrett raises his hand as everybody starts to talk. Big guy. How about a new suit of armor and you're in? For who? He points to himself. Well, How you... about some gold, too? For all of us. <laughs> I have gold. And he reaches into his sleeve. He could go like this, but he goes in through here and pulls out a, a bag of gold and drops it on the floor. Uh, Donald will pick it up and then toss it to L and, um, you know, say, well, I guess we can count it up. And as long as we have your word that you'll do nothing but sleep and travel with us, I think we're all right. I will do more than that, but I will do nothing that hurts you. Mm-hmm. Very well. Uh, I don't know. I hope it keeps talking personally. I'm having a lot of fun here. And Valen is going Garen seems very bemused by this whole situation. This <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't hear and you. Val- uh, Valen cycled through about three to four different spells to cast on this guy, so <laughs> he doesn't know what to make of him. He doesn't like him. He's too sweet, uh, but he paid us, so for now it's fine in his book. So, uh, I guess uh, I guess that's that. And um, Valen will look to the rest of everybody for agreement. See if they want to bleed this guy for anything more. I kind of just want to work with him and build a super robot. Fair. Yeah, I just wanted better armor. El, what do you think, bud? El doesn't like the idea of of losing even more personal space, but he can tell the feeling of the group is against him. So, uh, Whatever. We've gotten our money out of him. It's fine. Let him stay. I'm sorry, that's not right. You got my money out of me. I believe I said that. No, you said, and then his voice turns into your voice and says, well, we we got our money out of him. Hey. Ah, I see. You've never used an idiom or a turn of phrase before. No, I have. I just don't get them. You got a point. And I mean that I don't get them, and specifically that I can't get them. Like, they're words. And I've seen people talk words physically into being. I think they're called, like, singers or uh, bardians. But I've never... Something like that, yes. I've never actually... He actually prefers it if you call him the Barbarian. I really don't. I think that those are the wild people you're thinking about. No, no, no. It's definitely him. Why? Who are you? And he sort of turns to you. Uh, Call me L. The Barbarian. (laughs) He takes... He extends his his hand to you. (laughs) L takes it warmly. He says, um, you smell like Verde. It's been a very long time you have 
extremely sharp notes. Yes, I hail from Verday. My family name, since we are sharing those now, he, uh, yeah. Uh, my family name is uh, Lexicondrius. You've probably heard of us. Yeah, his, his eyes light up. Do I know who he is? Because this is the first time I'm hearing L's last name. I've said it before. I was going to say, he said it in your presence, but it's been a while for sure. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot. Sorry, bud. And uh, while still holding your hand, he, like, takes his his free fingers and, like, pinches them across the skin of your forearm and, like, rubs them together, like, as if he's drawn oil from you and goes, see, it's in your skin oil. Because of the way the breeze and the air flow off of the lake, the specific smell of the brine of that of that lake has infused into your skin via exposure. And so everyone from that city has that smell to them. It's interesting. I don't think you know how disturbing it is to me that I will forever carry that city with me. But thank you for the knowledge. Oh, always. Um, what were we saying? Oh, yes, idioms. This, uh, well, if you hang, if you travel with us for long enough, maybe we can teach you the way of them. Especially if our ranger ever wakes up. I'm sorry, our room. Well, well met. And he sort of systematically goes around the room. And despite you all hearing him introduce himself the first time, he extends his hand and goes, my name is Roderick the Pitless. It is very nice to meet you. I'll reinvent myself while he does it then. Right. And I'll also say that uh, I look forward to possibly working together on a project. Yeah. yeah. Garen shakes his entire arm. Uh, uh, I'll give him a <laughs> shake with that uh, the smile with nothing behind it. Just like, mm, I'm making a <laughs> move with my face. I don't mean this. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Hey. What's up? Garen puts his fingers to his forehead. Maybe this guy's good at forging documents. You see him. You, you see him look at you, and he also does it. <laughs> and and you hear his voice in your head, just you, Garen. Yes, I have done that before. Garen <laughs> throws his hands down. He doesn't like that. <laughs> he he thought that was a safe space for just him. Is this guy God? Is he gone? Like, like the God of like artificing? Yeah, I'm I'm getting a grandpa vibe. Um, no, he he's he's very young looking. Like you don't, he's not like a old Yoda type. Um, yeah. So if anyone's caught on to Garen's painfully obvious physical cues yet, uh, he'd kind of look around and tap his forehead after thinking that thought to them. And, like, look really surprised at the halfling. And uh, look back to everyone else. He wouldn't think any more thoughts because now he's afraid to. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually the internal monologue. I'm not going to think any more thoughts. I'm afraid <laughs> to think any more thoughts. Garrett's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a, a simple question. I don't know where. 
After those introductions, uh, Roderick says, Well, I'm going to go fetch something to rest my head, and when I come back, I will go to bed. And, oh, then, but... and then he does that. <laughs> yep. We'll uh, give him Carl up with what's left of his cannon. And Valon makes space where he can, but he's up for the rest of the night. Uh, L sleeps. Okay. Fuck that shit. Yeah, uh, Garen would struggle up next to L. Uh, don't worry about it. It's a tight cart. It gets a little cold. So, uh, the next morning, uh, Valen, you see nothing weird. Uh, the halfling, when he sets himself to sleep, sort of rests his head on some rolled up clothes and then, uh, as everyone else has gone to bed, and while he tussles in his sleep, you see him grab the floor of the, the caravan, and, like, his hands pull at the wood, and you're like, is this idiot trying to grab it like sheets? But, the wood does that. Oh, God. He, mm. like, tucks himself into a wrap of, of wood. Like it, it almost like he's playing with clay. Like it just comes up as a sheet, and he wraps himself in it. Yeah, that's that's nuts. All right, that's awesome. Wow, he might just be like God. <laughs> All right, cool. But, um, that was going to relay that to everybody. Um, in the morning or while they're the asleep? Okay. Well, it, no, in the morning. At, at any moment that he can get like with each individual person quietly he doesn't want to make it painfully obvious that he's talking about this guy all right behind his back um so um, it's the morning and he wakes up uh, a little earlier than the rest of you so he wakes um, up or who? yeah he he uh Roger wakes up and sort of cracks his neck and brushes himself off and then immediately uh, goes out the back of the cart um, and you can hear um, two pairs of legs stomp around the cart. One on each side as everyone else sort of wakes up. Mm. Creepy. Okay. Uh, Don's going to let everybody know um, well, in the night he pulled up the wood of the cart, and it came up like a blanket, and is he the wrapped still, himself. Is the floor of the cart still misshapen? No, not at all. Even the parts that were chipped away when by Valandessa's dagger have been repaired. And then Valen will point to um, Boomer and say, the pits that I cut, they're gone. Well, but he, he probably used some form of magic, I'm sure. Uh, uh, well, I'm sure, too. I just figured it'd be a good idea to let you know. And see what kind. Would that make you feel better? I don't know if much is going to make me feel better, but maybe. Uh-oh. Um, 
Our also, company. we're currently surrounded. Garen would reach over for what's left of the summer sausage and take a bite and say also he can hear our thoughts too. It's super tasty, by the way. Oh, yeah. I don't need to roll for that. But yeah, uh, the telepathy thing, he can he can hear our thoughts too. Are you making an arcana check on the wood? Uh, yeah. Uh, 24. Um, he cast Mending. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, he just cast, cast Mending, bud. I, I can do that, too. Same thing I did to, uh, to Farong's uh, pain mail. Can you turn the wood of the cart into a blanket? But I know and he says that serious. Extra serious. <laughs> I mean, there is that magic out there. Uh, I, I, I mean, moving stone. That usually druids do it. I think I've heard of. But you know, that stuff's just normal magic stuff. Man, you got magic too, don't you know this? Like, I see you shoot like all kinds of stuff. Why are you surprised by magic? It's the I've never actually sat down and asked you this. Why are you surprised by magic? I mean, it, our magic don't smell like brimstone, but damn, it's still magic. As I say, you, you, you hear Roger from the outside say, because he got his magic from a fiend. <laughs> yeah, he definitely kind of cheated for it. Okay. Val's not going to fight any of this. <laughs> because he's just going to get into questions that he doesn't want to talk about. Yeah. So he's just going to cross his arms and say, fine, magic. It's about this point Good. you can hear something scraping along the top of the cart. Elm jumps out of the cart. Yeah, yeah that, that's going to get Karen out of bed. All right, you, you come out to see um, what very much looks like... Uh, you know, I'm going to just find the image that I have for this because it works perfectly. This is the wrong book. One moment. Yeah. Like that? Oh, Jesus. Oh, it's an automaton. Yeah. Well, no, it, it's not, because... It looks like that, except all of the wood joints and, like, the underlayer is flesh. Mm. And then, I, 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 I honestly hate that this is the easiest way of saying this, but because I didn't even think about this character when I created 12, but the other one looks just like if you took Groot and palette shifted him gray and silver. Uh, okay. I could dig it. Like that, but not that. Mm. Um, 
original character did do not did not steal. Uh, so and what's actually on top is is the automaton on top of the one, cart, or is it one of them is standing on the shoulders of the other, and it is pulling the like two feet of snow off the top of the cart. Well, that's helpful. And you okay. can, you, huh? Thanks, boys. I'm pushing Yeah, and you see Roderick on the ground in his hard weather gear. He looks, he almost looks like. May from Overwatch in her like little Arctic outfits. She looks like a little cute, almost ex- Eskimo looking outfit. I um out of character missed the halfling's name. Oh, R- Roderick the Pitless. Oh, I thought there were two of them. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I missed that. Rod, I missed that the halfling was Roderick. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Karen pops that last bite of sausage into his mouth and says, "I I like this guy." Yeah, I like him too. Uh, and you guys sort of assess that the majority of the car has, cart has already been dug out from the snow that is built built up. How's the road look? Like, does it look like we could move ahead without worry? Well, until more of the snow melts, you'd probably be moving at half pace. And I know that the, the 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 spider can move at full speed, but the cart can't. Correct. Yes. Unless we put a plow on the spider. It's a spider. It's a mechanical spider. These are all accurate statements. <laughs> uh, well, you boys want to... Roger... You want to get your boys in the cart, or do they want to move by beside us and move quick enough? Maybe we can get on the road. We've only been moving not as fast as usual, but well, le- Mister Lexicondria said that he was already cramped, so twelve and eighteen can walk. Wait, who's next to Mister Lexicondria? What? That's our our noble brother. Oh, yeah. yeah sorry, I thought he had like a tiny robot in his pocket or something. How great would that be? Tiny robot with two six shooters. Imagine if you had made a little clockwork and a shard got on the little clockwork and turned it into an evil little foot-high robot. This is why we're not building little robots. I think we should build some little robots. (laughs) We need little robots. I have this cool idea in my head. I'm going to call them Decepticons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that gives Garen an idea. Not the Decepticons, <laughs> the little robots and evil. You cast spells on rocks, right? He says to Boomer. I, I don't know. Ask him. You, you can speak. Roger, do you cast spell on rocks? No, I'm talking to Boomer. Oh, me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can put some spells inside some inside pretty much anything. Why? You know, spells that make things explode? No. Because what if we made a little ticker-talk walkie toy and put a little exploding rock on it next time we need to get by some guards? Kind of just ticky-talked it right up there to those guards. If if it works like that. I mean, we could just make a little ticky-talk thing and just attach a bomb to it. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. <laughs> But also, the other thing. 
Yeah, I got you, buddy. We'll talk about it later. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so the not much time, Pat. I mean, you guys have around the time you guys all put on like your clothes for the day and prep yourselves for the morning and have begin to thought about breakfast. uh, That's when Roderick comes back in and says, well, it looks like we're ready to go. Yeah, let, let me get up there and uh, giddy up old, old, old legs. Legs and Very good. Uh, I'm going to go hang out with 12. He's a chatterbox. Well, why don't you come sit up, up front with us? Uh, Well, I'll have them walk up with you guys. Yeah, I kind of want to see these things in action. All right. Uh, so before we end tonight, that happens. Uh. So as I mentioned, um, twelve is completely an outer shell uh, of ironwood by the look of it. Okay. Um, and uh, but you can't really see his underlayer. The joints are very uh, smooth to each other, so there's no like space to look in. Okay. Uh, and it almost seems like the the joints like move on there, like they're they're together. It's almost like a like. For his arm, for example, it's like a sheet or like a sleeve rather than like plates, exposed plates. And and then the other one's 18? Yeah, 18 is, it looks like what I showed you in the way in which almost it's like a person plated with metal all over. Yeah. Um, uh, except, where's, what? Where's What's up? Where's 19 at? Oh, 19's gone. What happened to 19 real quick? Oh, hold on. So 18's helmet has a cyclo- a single cyclopean uh, eye. Yep. Um, with a red, uh, what is that, iris? Cornea? Yeah. Not cornea. Um, and looks around dartingly with it, very aware. Uh, and uh, so Roderick, sitting on the shoulders of Twelve, sort of looks to you and goes, says, well, me and some adventurers, much like you guys, were defending a town from a cultist invasion that was threatening to burn the, the town to the ground. And, well, honestly, I did 19 a bit of a disservice. I built him in only one night. Uh and I didn't give, I didn't have the materials to give him anything nicer than stone as an exterior. So he was comprised primarily of tombstones uh, and fell in the attack. What a shame. He was very grateful. He apparently used to be uh, some sort of holy person and took this as an opportunity to defend his faith. Oh. All right, then. Well, we'll talk about, about this later on the road. How about that? Sure. Want, I don't want to push into anything. Not a problem. And then, uh, if does anyone else have anything else? No. 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 <laughs> All right. Then that's where we'll end it tonight. Thanks for joining us for another night of Dungeons & Dragons. I am, as always, and have been your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. We have our... Uh, estranged bright gem. Hey guys, it's Boomer. Have a good night. 
we have our really upset at what he did to his friends. Hey, everybody. This is Jesse uh, playing Valendis. Good night. The one who doesn't think his brain is a safe space anymore. Hey, everybody. It's Garen. Have a good night. And the guy who really doesn't like it that the new guy calls him Mr. Lexicondrius. Really don't. Uh, this is Austin. Sign off. Good night, everybody. Night, guys. Good night.